Welcome to What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Connor. I'm Rissa. And thanks for joining us today. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of What What the Twitch. Uh, today, we are actually going to be tackling a uh, current controversial topic, and that's going to be gambling on Twitch. Well, as most of you have probably heard by now, there's a there's a few incident incidents or controversies, I shall say, going around right now revolving gambling on Twitch itself. Um, one of the big ones that I would like to talk on tonight is the It Silkers situation. Uh, he basically did a stream apologizing for conning tens of thousands of dollars from other streamers that he had no intention of paying back to fuel his gambling addiction. So I guess we're just going to jump into like our opinions on that situation and uh, feel free to let us know what you guys think on the topic as well. Right. Now, before we do kind of want to make clear on, on something, because some people are probably gonna be like, well, doesn't have, doesn't Twitch have a, uh, a rule, a TOS on their, on, on, on gambling and stuff. And Technically, yes, but it's not what you think. Uh, Twitch's rules on gambling is is essentially you are not allowed to link directly to a slots roulette dice game or sharing affiliate links or referral codes to such sites. It doesn't mean that you can't play slots or roulette or dice dice games on stream doesn't mean you can't play poker or blackjack or things of that nature it just means that that when it comes to specifically slots roulette or dice uh you cannot link to those to those sites or you cannot share affiliate links or referral codes for those sites uh which says to me basically is that you cannot promote that company in 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 some way it's like you can play their games but you can't like promote them. That's that's my takeaway from it. My question is: is why is it only focused on slots? Blah blah blah. I actually don't remember what you said. My memory is shit. But wouldn't poker sites count in that as well? I would think so. I mean, poker. I think the only difference with card games is that because you're playing with other people as opposed to uh, slots and roulette and dice games, they're just they're strictly chance. Uh, you're you're essentially playing against the house with those type of games. Maybe that's the difference. It's it's not in TOS for Twitch at all. So it's it's seriously just speculation as to why one is you know linking to one is okay, but not to the other. So right, I guess yeah. I just I'm not much of a gambler, so I don't know how all that works. I just know that when you gamble, you're you're essentially saying hey i got this five dollars let's see if i can make that into 20 or 50 or 100 and i'm not willing to take that risk that's why i'm not into gambling i'd rather keep the five dollars that's in my pocket than risk losing the only five dollars i have at a probability of a chance of increasing right no and i i I agree and i i think from i mean i enjoy playing poker and i when i go to vegas i'll play blackjack a lot uh but I can't say that I got hit by the gambling bug because because essentially the gambling bug is is this: you play your game and you win, and you're like you're 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 chasing that high, 
you know, you put down five bucks, you want 20 bucks and you're like, oh, I don't want to do that again. I want to put down another five bucks. or Maybe I'm going to put down 10 bucks next time. And you win again. Um, and this can go on. Like you win a few and then you lose a couple and then you win a few more and then you lose a couple. And it's that continuing every time you win that feeds the bug uh, that feeds the addiction into wanting to get back and, and you want to do it again. You want to do it again. You want to do it again. I've had single games like that. I can tell you about a time where I sit there and and, uh, and sat at a blackjack table for uh, several hours, accumulated because uh, I was playing low low uh, you know a low pot game like five ten dollar uh, you know bets. I had myself up to five hundred dollars at one point, and then I lost it all because I kept going. You know, and granted that was money that I lost, but I could have easily gone right back to the ATM machine and withdrew more money. And now all of a sudden I'm withdrawing my mortgage payments. I'm withdrawing my car payments, you know, in order to take and keep playing. Um, and that's where the addiction comes in. That's where the problem is like, oh no, I'll win this time. You know, I know, I'll, I, I know I'm good for it. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get that money back or, or what have you. And that's, that's the addiction. That's the, um, that's the issue really. Well, and I guess like if you if you look at the addiction from an, an addict standpoint, um, I don't know if a lot of people know this about me, but I am an alcoholic. I am an addict, a recovering alcoholic. Um, so essentially, I was I was drinking my mortgage mortgage payment, my car payment, my bills, and I didn't have a care in the world. There was no getting that money back, but the alcohol made it where I didn't care. Whereas in gambling, I kind of feel like you probably get the same sense of feeling. Um, like Connor was saying, is it's like, oh, I can win this money back. I can, I can, I can get this money back. And I think a part of me feels like a gambling addiction is almost more self-destructive than an alcohol addiction. Because when you're an active alcohol addiction, or at least when I was, I don't want to speak for everybody in alcohol addiction, but when I was an active alcohol addiction, I just didn't give a shit if my rent was paid. Um. Uh, the alcohol was more important to me. Um, well, I, I think you touched on alcohol, uh, not alcohol. I'm sorry. You've, you've touched on addictions in, in general uh, and, and nailed it. Essentially it's, you don't care. You're, you're chasing that in, in, and, and I know what you're saying in your alcohol addiction um, is that you just didn't care. It puts you in a state of mind that you're just like, whatever, you know, I just want to keep this state of mind that's not too far off from any other addiction, um, including gambling addictions. The losing sucks, but then you, you trick your mind. You, you justify uh, your next steps because you're like, Oh, well, that's just a fluke. Yeah. I lost everything here, but I just, you know, I'm going to make it all back. And then you wind up doing things like um, it's, it's slickers doing or did apologize. He did. Um, in which he started asking other people like, Hey, I'm good for this. You know, just loan me X amount of dollars and I'll double that and, and pay you back. And then what happens? You don't, you don't double it. You lose it. And then you're wind up in, 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 in crippling amounts of debt. And I, I would have to agree to that is I feel like I can't imagine what it did for his friendships. I can't imagine that it helped them in any way. You know, he's he's not just borrowing 20 bucks. He was borrowing tens of thousands of dollars from these other streamers and was like, I got you, I got you, and then just never paid them back. 
that's yeah. a lot of money. You know, and addictions in general are are a lot like that. Then when you start getting cut off, when you start getting told, no, I'm not giving you any more money, regardless of the addiction, then you start making some some really, um, well, you wind up at a crossroads. Are you going to start making some destructive choices where now you're stealing that money uh, or selling things to, to continue to gamble? Or do you finally see the light and be like, nope, you know what? I got to stop this. This is a problem. And most people don't, um, they don't do the latter and they, they wind up getting themselves further and further, uh, into a hole. I remember when I was in the peak of like my alcohol addiction, uh, I was getting a hundred dollars a day from my dad. I'd call and be like, dad, I need gas money. Even though I just got money yesterday from him. And at some point, my dad, my dad flat out said, I'm sick of you calling me for money. When you can call and have a conversation with me, then we'll talk. But other than that, I'm not speaking to you. And I, I remember as an addict, I was pissed. I was like, how dare my dad say something like that to me? Obviously, I care about my dad, right? But in reality, he was right. I was calling him every day, not asking how his day was, not asking how his day went. Just, hey, dad, I need 20 bucks. Hey, dad, I need 100 bucks. Hey, dad, I need this. And yeah. it's just, you're right. It does. Like, once you get cut off, like, obviously, I did not make good choices after my dad cut me off. I was I was selling things. I wasn't paying my rent. Uh, I, I, I almost lost my house. Um, my brother took my daughter from me for two weeks. Wouldn't give her back. Um, like, I hit a really low point in my life. And um, I didn't care. And I think that's the thing that, like, breaks my heart the most when I talk about this stuff is, like, I had a kid and just didn't care. Because my alcohol addiction was so bad that I was like, oh, my brother's taking care of her. I can just party more. And yeah. it's like, I didn't realize how bad my addiction was affecting those around me um, until I got sober. And I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure that is how gambling addicts feel too. Is it, in my opinion, any addiction is self-destructive behavior. It doesn't matter what addiction it is. When you're putting your needs and your family's needs below an addiction, that's self-destructive. Period. Yeah, it's very self-destructive. And the hardest part about it is that, that most of the time the addict doesn't doesn't see it that way. Um and it takes a, you know, it, it takes a, a hard hard dose of reality, a reality check to take and be able to kick most people out of that. Now there's some people that are just um I don't want to say irredeemable. That's the wrong word. But they're just so far into their addiction that they have a hard time finding a, a way out. Um, and it winds up it, it winds up getting really bad for them. You know, with gambling, it's just it's it's debt. But then you think about things like like alcohol and drugs and the physical uh, detriment that it has on on you as well as the people around you. It's it's um it can be overwhelming. 
Well, and like you just said too, um, something I found out by, you know, going to therapy and getting help for my addiction um, is only three out of 10 addicts get sober. Yeah. And that's such a low number. If you really think about it, like only 30% of addicts ever get sober. It's hard. I wonder, because I don't know the answer. I wonder what the statistics would be that of the, of those, of that same group of people, how many of them wind up imprisoned? You know? How many got sober because they didn't have a choice? Yeah, basically. You know, it brings up a, a an interesting comment that I've heard someone made make before was like, you can't force somebody to go into rehab. Yes, you can. Courts do it all the time, you know. And if if uh, if you're any type of a friend, you're going to inter- intervene on their on uh, try to intervene on their behalf and try to convince them to go, whether they want to or not. Um, Unfortunately, though, at least in Wyoming, I don't know about in other states. In Wyoming, um, you can't force somebody unless you are the court system. The court system is the only person that can have somebody admitted to a rehab. Uh, and I, you, no, I think you you're can, right. You can admit yourself. Um, but like you, like, like my mom told me once I got sober and we started patching things up between us, I looked at her and I was like, why didn't you try harder? Why didn't you do more to help me get sober? And my mom looked me dead in the eyes and she goes, cause I was talking to a wall. She goes, you would just get mad and storm out or you'd start throwing things. She goes, I realized that no matter what I said, no matter what I did, you were going to do what you were going to do until you were ready for the help. Well, and that's true. I agree with that completely. I guess more to my point is that when you do an intervention on somebody, you are essentially trying to appeal to that person saying, look, there's a problem here and you need to go, you need to go to rehab. Now I know in California here, you can pick somebody up, essentially toss them in your car, take them to take them to a rehab center and say, this guy's got a problem, but they're not It's like with your state, they're not going to accept that person unless they consent to coming, you know, to, to being, to being admitted. And, uh, under the age of 18, your parents can have you committed, but other than that. Oh yeah. You're right on that one. I, I forgot that. Um, but it's essentially at that point, for most of the people that I've seen go through this kind of stuff, they nine times out of 10 go ahead and check themselves in. Now, unfortunately, they, they do wind up being part of that 30, you know, either that 33% or the 66% that um, either succeed or not with the process. But. Uh, you know, the fact that they went in the first place is at least a step in the right direction. Right. My sister went to rehab three times before it clicked. I mean, and, and rehab, rehab goes off of a 12-step program. But what the 12-step program doesn't tell you is there's a 13 steps, and that's relapse. You have to relapse to recover. And they don't tell you that. Um, and I feel and obviously this is my opinion, that when you're three, four months sober and you hit that relapse, 
you're just like, fuck it. I already threw it all away anyway. Three, three, four months of my life was for nothing because I gave into whatever addiction it is. Um, however, I just feel like honestly, what it took for me is I almost died. Uh, we talked about that last week. Um, and it just, I guess like a, a good point that this is bringing up to my mind is there is a rule in the TOS for Twitch about how you're not supposed to um, promote self-destructive behavior. And I guess you could compare people gambling on stream as promoting a self-destructive behavior if it leads to addiction. Um, But I feel like that's very loose. I feel like that's grasping at straws. I do. I agree with you because what is that? What does self-destructive behavior look like? You know, up and until the point that it's blatantly obvious that there's that there's a problem. <clears throat> you know, you know what I mean. It's like, uh, uh, I guess the best way to put it be like a functioning alcoholic. You know, I can't tell that they're drunk. I can't tell that they drink all the time because that's they're not they're they're not uh, exhibiting self destructive behavior. Yeah, I was a I was a very high functioning alcoholic for a long time. I graduated high school with a 4.0 as an alcoholic. I went to college, almost got an entire degree as a functioning alcoholic. I was sitting there in class with coffee and or alcohol in my coffee, and nobody knew. At what, like you said, at what point do you look at somebody who is a functioning addict and tell that they are an addict? Yeah. And I, you know, that's, it's, um, you know, there's some findings. I, I think we got, I think we have an example on both sides of the spectrum here when it comes to the Twitch gambling situation. It's slicker in my, you know, personal and unprofessional opinion clearly is um, somebody who needs an intervention. Uh, whereas XQC They're, I would I would call them high functioning, you know. I think, but I think the main difference between the two between the two as, actually has to do with the fact that it's slicker needs to be needed help from other people to you know to continue to feed his addiction, whereas XQC clearly makes enough money that he doesn't need that he's not in that position yet. He can go ahead and lose six hundred thousand dollars in a single bet and not blink an eye. You know. Well, and and like you just said, that might be one difference between them. But I also feel like the other difference is, is it's slicker got called out and XQC hasn't. Uh, it slicker was borrowing money from other Twitch streamers and they got fed up and they blasted him online about how much money he owes them. Um. Nobody's done that to XQC yet. Nobody has made XQC see that his behavior is self-destructive. Agreed. But I think at the same token, at least to the public eye, um, XQC is not borrowing from anybody uh, in, order to in, in order to continue to feed his addiction. Right. Um, no, no, no. I agree with that. I'm just saying that, like, it, it, what I was trying to get at is the rules could easily be reversed. I agree. 
I, I agree with that. There could easily be a moment here uh, in which XQC has finally lost way more times than he's he's earned. Um, in that he's going to make that decision as 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 well. Do I borrow money or do I just stop? Um, time will tell, I guess. Yeah, time will only tell. Um, another thing that I found fascinating when looking into this topic tonight was uh, Pokimane and one other streamer um, actually went to, oh, Miss Keith went to Twitch, went on their Twitch, uh, they like live streamed and talked about the issue, saying that they wanted Twitch to ban gambling games from the platform altogether. Uh, just saying that it, it it creates basically like a gateway to people to be addicted to gambling. Um, and I, I get what they're trying to do. But I can't say that I agree with them. Because Vegas is a thing. If anywhere's a gateway to a gambling addiction, it's probably Vegas. Actually, online gambling. I mean, and this, and I, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Uh, at the same token, I see where the gateway is. Um, and it's not that gambling is available online, even though it is. It's you're doing it on stream. What's feeding that addiction more? Your audience or the game itself? And I would take and I would be willing to say that it's the audience that's feeding that addiction more than the winning and losing. I can see your point, honestly, because something that just popped into my head while you were saying that too is you stream it, you make money from it. You're taking your Twitch earnings that your followers are giving you right back into gambling. Mm -hmm. And who's to say that that uh, people aren't subbing and bidding and and donating in order to do to provide that this person with more seed money to gamble with? You know exactly. Um, I just I I can see where this is a huge controversy as I feel like we've gone very back and forth through this whole topic. Is because like I see some points of it where yeah maybe maybe we shouldn't be gambling on a on a streaming platform, but I also see the point where it's like well we get to choose what we do with our content. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is a very. I feel like there's going to be people that are very strong opinionated on this side, and there's going to be people that are very strongly opinionated on the other side, and then you're going to have the group a group of us that are just kind of like, okay, I can see the issue, but like, it's not my job to do anything about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, see, I'm on that, I'm on that, that side of it right now where it's like, there's an obvious addiction to, to gambling, but it's not up to Twitch uh, to control a person's addiction. Uh Twitch is a Twitch is a, pl a platform which is trying to become a service, which is a whole other topic. Um, and when you start throwing limitations on what people can and cannot do, and I'm talking 
outside of the reasonable ones. Like obviously you don't want to take and be streaming sex acts. You don't want to be streaming drug act, you know, you know, people taking drugs or what have you, um, you know, illegal activities. You want to, you want to keep off of the, off of the platform, but gambling, unless you're underage is not illegal. It is an addiction, you know, or at least it can be an addiction. But I don't think it's up to Twitch to decide whether or not you should not be taking and gambling on stream. If that's your platform, if that's your brand, um, YouTube's don't have a problem with you doing it. Well, and like you said, too, essentially, when you take a step back and you look at it from Twitch's side, they're a business. And right now, the slots category is up there with Apex and uh, Fortnite and all the other like popular games. It's it's a category mm-hmm. that is bringing Twitch a lot of money. So why um, would Twitch then ban one of their money makers? Unless it proves to be a a unless it proves to be a seriously destructive environment for the majority. Twitch isn't going to step in. I do not see. I do not see Twitch stepping in. Um, now that doesn't mean that your friends should not step in. You know, obviously, if your friends care about you, they're going to take and, and and step in. Like what these people have done for for its slicker. Yeah, there's a bunch of people that are calling them out publicly because he scammed them. But there are also just you know also a, a number of people that are stepping up and saying, "Look, dude, you got a problem. We're here to help you if you want it." The question that comes into play right now that that none of us seem to know, or I, I at least don't seem to know, um, is did he answer yes or no to that question? I honestly, I don't know. Um, I did not see his live stream where he admitted all of this, so all I've read is articles. To be um, honest, I've never heard of any of these people until this came out. So I heard of Pokemon. That was the only one. Uh, but like you said too, like. Twitch is such a large platform. Obviously, I'm not into gambling, so why would I watch gambling streams? There, there's a reason I don't know these people. It just isn't in my interest. Uh, however, when it when it hits the news and it's something big, I I feel like it's definitely something to look into for the simple fact that we have this podcast that is about the Twitch universe, and this is something huge going on in the Twitch universe. Um, other than that, I probably would have never read it. I would have never even considered getting knowledge on this topic, um, except for like, it's crazy uh, when you actually read it. Like, I could not imagine taking hundreds of thousands of dollars from friends in a pub in a public setting like Twitch. And not expecting somebody to call me out. Not expecting somebody to finally be like, dude, this is enough. Yeah, I think that was an... I mean, that's a definite an inevitability, uh, I think, on the behalf of the... uh, Not the behalf. On the the side of of the addict is that they don't see the problem. You know, there's like, okay, I need, you know, I need 100,000 from you. I swear I'll pay you back. You know, I've got this, you know, this is... the cards are going my way or the dice are going to go my, you know, my way. I promise you it's going to happen. 
it's it's um you know it's it's the same pleas that that addicts constantly make and until somebody finally steps in you know to your point till somebody finally steps in and says hey that's enough's enough um you know are things going to change maybe and then you uh, you in addition to that when you add on to the fact the public awareness of the platform you're i mean you're doing this in public it's not exactly the same as going into Vegas or Atlantic City or what have you sitting at a table for you know seven eight hours on the phone saying hey can you you know can you uh, can you loan me some money can you PayPal me some 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 money I'm on a, I'm on a roll here you know kind of stuff you don't this is a public setting the cameras are on you quite literally in that sense and when you start you know a losing streak like that, and, you know, for, for lack of a better, better phrasing, um, eventually people are going to start calling you out because they're going to be like, Hey, you have lost a bunch. When am I going to start seeing what I gave you back? Or when is someone so going to start, you know, other people are in the platform to start calling them out too. Say, like, Hey, you know, so-and-so loaned you a hundred thousand dollars and here you are on a big old losing streak where, you know, how are you going to make that back? you know, and again, the addicts are going to come back and be like, well, you know, I've got this, you know, I've, I'm just, I'm at a slump right now. I, I can handle this. I'm on top of this, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Um, and I see, I honestly see chat being enablers in this, you know, in, in this setting, Twitch is the perfect firestorm uh, in order to create enablers. Because oh, the internet is all about enabling people. And not even that. An addict isn't going to admit they have a problem. Um, but then you have all these people in your chat. Uh, it's Silkers as a partner. So he has more than 75 people in his stream. Every time he goes live. At minimum, yes. There, There's people in there that are like, oh yeah, like hyping him up. Telling him that he's doing a good job. That his content's great. His basically enabling him into thinking yeah see i ain't got a problem this ain't yeah, a problem it's not a big deal about you know i wouldn't be and i kind of want to do this right now that we're talking about it i want to go on twitch and i want to see if some of my favorite poker players poker professionals have twitch streams because again this goes this 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 goes on my line of thinking about banning gambling in general being a slippery slope um as a poker player somebody who just does it as a hobby, mostly just with friends. I rarely, I mean, if I go to Vegas, which I haven't gone in like six years, um, I will sit at a table and gamble for a little bit. I mean, that's how I lost 500 bucks, <laughs> but I didn't, the, the, the difference was is that I didn't go to my bank account. I didn't go to the ATM and withdraw more, you know, another hundred bucks to, you know, to try to make up why I lost. Cause I knew I would only wind up losing that hundred dollars again. Um, but that was the, I mean, that's, that's essentially the difference. But when you start um, cutting into a professional gambler's audience and they don't have a problem, what is that, you know, what, what message are they sending at that point? You know, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you. 
like I said, I, I'm kind of in that group that's like, yeah, I can see it as a problem for the people that are addicts, but like, it's also not my job to tell people they're addicts. Um, Sorry, I'm looking it up right now. And as Twitch, as I've stated, Twitch is a business. They're not going to take one of their mo most high-making categories and ban it. They're just not. It wouldn't be a good business move. Oh, goodness. That's a rabbit hole I didn't expect to go down. So I just started off my, my Twitch search with one of my favorite, uh, well, one of two of my favorite uh, poker players, uh, Daniel Negrano. And Daniel Negrano has his own Twitch channel in which he plays poker. Um, and then scrolling down to past videos, there is a Twitch stream called Poker Go that is constantly broadcasting poker tournaments, just open poker tournaments. Um, many of which that, in, at least in this particular search, um, uh, you know, Daniel Negrano is, is featured in. Now I want to look up Chris Ferguson. Oh, Chris Ferguson is not on Twitch. Okay. <clears throat> but I mean it just it it just goes to show that that there's an audience for this stuff. Um I don't know if you remember, not that you know you're like a big gambler or anything like that. Um the controversy way back in like 2000 about uh poker websites like uh poker stars and ultra poker and 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 things like that um in which you can play for money and the government the the, the united states government wanted to take and shut it down and actually successfully shut it down for a while and then it made it illegal to take and play uh play on on gambling websites oh no for i don't really remember 2000 as i was only seven years old oh god don't make me feel old <laughs> um, no, I don't remember that controversy because it wasn't really, and I was watching Blue's Clues. So, Blue, Blue's Blue bets $500. <laughs> Could you imagine a Blue's Clues poker episode? That'd a Blue, be, that'd a be Blue's interesting. Clues, Blue playing poker with Bear in the Big Blue House and and uh Caillou and um <laughs> and, the, and, and, the, and the dogs from Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like so no i don't remember that controversy uh i do re i do remember the website poker stars though because my brother played on it a lot and oh. uh there's like i think 12 years between me and my brother so he's 12 years older than me and he he had a gambling addiction and lost a lot of money on poker stars on that website oh god he is on there Chris Moneymaker's on on there too. He's a uh, uh, two thousand in two thousand and three. He won the uh, uh, the main event on the uh, World Series of Poker. It was a big deal back then. Uh, but these guys, they do. They have pokers. They have they have Twitch accounts to stream poker games, to stream gambling. Not even that. Something that just came into my head is another large one that contributes to gambling addiction is horse racing. I wonder if there's horse racing live stream Ooh, that's a good question I'm looking i wouldn't be surprised 
Uh, there's horse racing. A category. Yes, there is a category. But apparently it's a. Yeah, there it is. Jacko's on fire streams streams off track um, or streams horse racing. So I'm sure he does off track betting. You know, but again, off track betting is not illegal in most states. So um, where things get a bit dicey in certain areas is uh, with the use of the internet. Now you start jumping into uh, federal issues because now right. you're you're technically crossing state lines and it's not illegal federally it's not illegal uh the feds the, the feds eventually reversed their poker decision and so we can play on poker stars and and such sites again um for money <clears throat> um but then again because that wall winds up coming down to personal responsibility yeah, and I really think that's what this whole controversy really boils down to. Is the only the only person responsible for what happened is it's Silkers and, and the people who kept loaning him money, really. But it, it's not Twitch's fault. So I'm not yeah. sure why there's big streamers going after Twitch over this. I, I I don't know. Like I said, it's a controversy, and there's going to be opinions on all different sides. So. This is just our opinions in this podcast. Feel free to to let us know what your guys' opinions are on it. Um, but I think I've just about talked all I have to say on this topic. Yeah, it just I just kind of just wanted to to reiterate, and I to your point, there's a lot of big name streamers that are calling for the banning of. Um, you know, of, of gambling. And this winds up going to, you can take a lot of different subjects and say, we need to, you know, we need to ban X. And in a lot of cases, it's not the, the entity, this, uh, what do I want to call it? In a gambling case, in this particular case, we're talking about Twitch, but what if this is gun control? You know, uh, there's a lot of people on both sides of the fence when it comes to gun control and saying that the, the feds need to take in, um, you know, need to need to ban guns or do some sort of gun control. I'm like, it's it's is it really on the federal government's to to take and dictate your irresponsibility? Well, like you said, too, a prime example of kind of what we're talking about here is prohibition. They prohibited oh, the sale example. of alcohol for x amount of years i don't remember because i wasn't a history buff but they they ultimately ended up reversing it because prohibition was doing more damage than what they than what it was before because people were then making home alcohol which absolutely was not safe uh you had people's houses blowing up you had people getting drunk and then making alcohol um and back then, I can't imagine that like steals and stuff were as advanced as they are now. Um, so it, it kind of just brings it brings to point that like, okay, let's ban gambling. People are going to find a way to do it. Well, yeah, it's like Twitchy's. You know, people come up saying, "Well, Twitch needs to take responsibility and, and ban gambling." Well, it's not Twitch's responsibility uh, to dictate what you do or you do not do. You know, as Twitch long as it's not breaking the law, right? As long as you follow within Twitch's current rule set, 
you're fine. Now, could I have a gaming addiction where I'm spending a ridiculous amount of money on games and DLCs and all this other kind of stuff? Is it Twitch's responsibility to take and tell me that I can't do that? No, oh. but I feel like I slightly have a gaming addiction. Well, you know, a lot of us, maybe we, we do, but the only people that are responsible, well, no, there's uh, the only, the only person that's responsible for telling you to stop is you. Now your friends can come up and sit there and say, Hey, look, I think there's a problem here and, and we should address it, but it's not Twitch's responsibility to, to make that conversation. You know, exactly. <clears throat> like I said, I, I really feel like this is, this is a topic we could go on for hours about and just debate for hours. Um, however, I don't think a lot of people want to listen to me go on for hours about addiction and gambling and Twitch and everything else. It's just a matter of where you stand on it and what your beliefs are. And I don't really have a, an opinion or beliefs on the situation. I I think that... It does come down to the individual, and it's not Twitch's responsibility, and that if you choose to gamble, you choose to gamble. It There's a risk to it, yeah, but there's a risk to walking down the street. I don't know. No, you're not wrong, because gambling... Gam okay, gambling is not, a, is not a serious detriment to the majority of people, like violence, Okay. Twitch obviously doesn't want to take and have you guys, you know, uh, streaming violent material on their on their platform on their platform because that is a detriment as a whole. You having a not you, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Just you yeah. having a gambling issue does not constitute everybody who plays poker. Everybody who plays slots has a gambling is issue. Exactly, and I just feel like the people that are trying to make it personal to Twitch aren't looking at the bigger picture. They're also not taking responsibility, like personal responsibility, in my opinion. Because, like you said, there's other gambling websites. Whether they're live streaming it or not, they're still going to be gambling. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. If I was Twitch, I'd keep it. Just mm -hmm. It's just a smart business move. Honestly, but I'm yeah. able to. I, I went to college for a business degree, so I, I know what the dynamics of like profits and stuff really are, and compared to like the consumer. Yeah, so and I, I don't I, disagree because there's a there's a there's a while there's a fine line between uh, profit and ethical responsibility. I don't see this as crossing that line. And I don't either. Like I said, it, it's not Twitch's fault, and it's not Twitch's responsibility. I don't think Twitch should ban it. I There you go. There's my opinion, you guys. I finally stood on a fence. And, I mean, on a side you of the fence. You picked your side of the fence. Yeah. There it is. You um, picked your side of the fence. And Twitch shouldn't have to ban it. I agree with that. All right. Shall we put this one to rest and uh, pick our small streamer? Yes, I already have mine picked out. Damn, you are way on top of this than I am. All right. Tonight, my small streamer spotlight is going to go on over to the fish 25 x It's actually the fish underscore. Or, hang on. 
the underscore fish 25 X. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say you guys, but he is a, a super awesome friend of mine. Um, we've gotten to really know each other over the last year. Um, he is a small streamer. He is just starting. He does a bunch of different stuff. He's still trying to figure out what his brand is. Um, but I think you might enjoy it. So, uh, go ahead and go check it out. All right. So my selection, this episode is going to that underscore book nerd. She is a very lovely lady, uh, very much enjoys books. Uh, plays a variety of different games, currently playing Cult of the Lamb, which is really popular to a lot of people right now. Um, it's absolutely a wonderful vibe and a pleasure to to be around in her streams. So as with everyone else on our, uh, on our selections, we will have their descriptions posted. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. We'll see you in the next episode.